0: We're talking travel on to a new RFM, Sally Hinterlands. Now yes. What
1: does hinterland
0: mean?
1: Well, I didn't realise it had a German origin. So there you go. And I'm sure you'd be aware of that, Jane, with your wonderful knowledge of language. Mine is as good as French, a little bit of Italian and Latin. But it means the land behind, apparently. So that's what the hinterland is. And so what we're looking at is where these lands behind are. And we're very fortunate in Australia that, that we um, embrace of course, these hinterlands, and love escaping from the hustle and bustle of a city where so many of our cities, we're fortunate enough to have hinterlands so close. So there's no excuse, is there, not to escape the hustle and bustle.
0: And enjoy it. And it's a totally different climate feel, isn't it, when you're moving away from the coast?
1: Yeah, and I mean, even if you're just going up the coast from here, I mean, for us even here, I mean, I know they're a bit farther away. They're not just like a half an hour an hour, but the Barringtons, if you want to call that, as we were so lucky to have the Barringtons, but even the Wattigans, you know, we've got that as well. So we've got you know mountainous areas that are quite close to us and if you're going up the coast of course once you get up to Byron I still believe the hinterland there is some of the most beautiful you'll ever see and some of the villages like the Shannon and Newry Bar and all those little gorgeous places in between Bangalore and Byron and out and they have wonderful local markets and everything there it's just so lush It's, it's a very beautiful hinterland in there so that's one you can do of course and there's it's got lovely nature reserves you've got the Nightcap National Park you've got Minion Falls um and of course, for the foodies, you've still got wonderful restaurants in Bangalore and Byron as well. So that's one place. And then heading up a bit further, of course, we've got the Gold Coast, and you've got all that wonderful hinterland. The Gold Coast is so high-rise and so busy, busy. But you can just get up again, not be too far away, and in this beautiful hinterland behind the Gold Coast. And to me, that's what you should do. That's that's the real Australia. You know, the modern cities are. Mod cities and you know all the trappings that go with them, but it's if you're going on a holiday, sometimes I think it's nice to remove yourself from your everyday. Lifestyle, your everyday slog, if you want to call it, and really enjoy some of these beautiful places that we have. Um, and, of course, we've got the Sunshine Coast. Well, the hinterland again there I love, around the Glasshouse Mountains. I mean, that is beautiful. Like the little towns like Mullaney and Montville, Mapleton, um, beautiful hiking and walking falls you can do through there, um, different mountains you can climb if you're into climbing mountains, of course. And that wonderful food house, the Spirit House, which is at Yandina, which is sort of on your way from Noosa Sunshine Coast. If you're going to the Umundi Markets, of course, there you've got those wonderful markets, which are fabulous as well. Going up further again, you've got, of course, um, the Atherton Tablelands. Um, Between Cairns and Port Douglas, and that again is stupendous. Some of the most beautiful waterfalls and lakes, etc., that you'll find, which we've talked about recently. I think when I was talking about Port Douglas, you know, these crater lakes and all the highest peaks in uh, Queensland are up around that way, and also you've got the spectacular Chilligo Caves as well, which are in that area. Um, So, look, there's just so many, Jane. I mean, the central highlands of Tasmania, the Blue Mountains in New South Wales, the Yarra Ranges in Victoria, but you've got the Grampians, you've got the Dandenongs, the Perth Hills where we've been recently in in the Bickley Valley, etc. That's gorgeous, and from where the bibbleman track starts at um, Kalamunda. And that part of the Perth Hills wasn't where the bushfires are, by the way. That was more the northern part of the of the hills. So the southern part of the hills, again, some lovely restaurants. And the southern highlands, look how pretty Barrel and all around that area is. You know, Mossman, et cetera. There's just some gorgeous places down there.
0: <laughs> Mossman Gorge. And, and you've got the Mossman
1: Gorge <laughs> up north, of, and of course the Adelaide Hills. When you're in South Australia, which, again, we did last year and just loved it, some beautiful vineyards there. One we went to is magnificent, Seppeltsfield is one big, long driveway to this magnificent building. It's stupendous. The gardens are just incredible. Um, so you get some beautiful vineyards you can visit, and as well as doing these lovely outdoor holidays, which I think are just
0: good for the soul. On to a new RFM where we're talking travel. Sally Lucas... Plenty more to discover in Australia. Are we still staying in hinterlands here?
1: No, we're moving on, Jane. We're going to up to the Northern Territory. And one, a couple of things I want to mention here. Don't forget you do have to get a border permit and you can't get it any earlier than seven days prior. Um, and even people who live there, like our friends live in Darwin, they've got to get one to get back in even for themselves. So everyone has to get one. It doesn't matter where you're from.
0: And I believe you've got to have a COVID test within a, a couple of days yeah. of flying.
1: So, so, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know whether that – I mean, I've had the COVID jab, so I don't know whether that you still have to have a COVID test or not. Worth but asking. anyway, I'll be mm. looking into that, obviously, but please look into that. There is a website. If you just pop in Northern Territory Border Permit, it'll give you all the information that you require. The other thing I thought I'd mention, as I said, because we're preparing to go up there in June and I've been doing a bit of research, that Kakadu National Park, some things aren't still open. Um, So go on to the Kakadu.gov.au website. It'll direct you to Parks Australia. If you go right down the bottom, scroll down, where you have all those little subheadings, there's access one called um, Access Something. I can't think of the exact two words, but you'll find it. And they update that daily to let you know what roads are open or shut, what swimming holes, waterfalls, once the rangers have cleared the crocks, etc. Now, at the moment, which surprised me because I'm not sure of the reason why, but Oubier Rock is not open, which is where you go for the famous sunsets, of course, and the wonderful rock art, some substantially good rock art. Hopefully that might reopen before we, we get there in June, but this is why it's important for you. you don't want to go there and be disappointed. Make sure you look at these things before you travel mm. because depending, again, in lots of areas, not just there, like with weather, tracks can be closed, roads can be closed because they've had bad weather or whatever. And don't forget also in, within Kakadu, not all roads are sealed, even though the Arnhem Highway and the Kakadu Highway are sealed, like the, the old Jim Jim roads, not sealed, Roads into the Magook Waterfalls, which is open, and Jim Jim is open. Gunlom to the south is not. Um, so, yeah, look, it is important that you look. The Bawali Vis- Visitors Centre is still there, which is a great centre to go to for your general information, but the cafe is not open. It may as they get further into the dry season. So, as I said, important to keep looking at this website, please, and check on your border permit. Okay, um, then I thought we'd also talk a little bit about Catherine, which is quite a spectacular part of the Northern Territory. And it's, I just was reading a lot about it, but it comes that it's been, first of all, it's 1.65 billion years old. So that's amazing, isn't it? And if you've been there, Jane, I know well, we're that. Talking here, yes, the the <laughs> no, not, okay. We're talking about the gorge. Yes, the gorge. No, not the We're talking about the Nitmuluk Gorge, which is just outside of Catherine, of course. You've got sandstone cliffs there that. Um, Both sides of a thirteen-kilometre section of the the Catherine River, and they weren't sighted by non-Aboriginal people until the 1800s, when it was the likes of uh, the explorer Ludwig Leichhardt turned up. But apparently, they say he and his men were too exhausted to appreciate the magnitude of the (laughs) scenery. (laughs) But anyhow, um, the area was gazetted as part of the Catherine Gorge National Park in the early 1960s. But by that time, vast tracts of the land around the area had been turned into pastoral lease, which people weren't happy about, of course. And by the 1970s, the gorge had become a real national flashpoint. So in 1978, the local Jawan people launched a land claim two years after the federal parliament had passed the Aboriginal Land Rights Act. So... Anyway, they were worried that um, non-Indigenous people were worried that the gorge could be closed off if it was handed back to the people. You know, So there was a bit of a bitter of struggle went on during this this era. But about three years later, um, after Bob Hawke had handed Uluru back to its traditional owners, he believed Nipmuluk should, um, you know, good back to the people of the Jawun people. So anyway, it's a really beautiful place to go to, and you certainly it's it's worth the trip down to Catherine just to go up that gorge. It's it's quite remarkable. Um normally normally, normally, um, when we've had all our international visitors as well before COVID, it's visited by more than 270,000 people a year. So you can do a day trip, of course, and you can either, if you're lucky enough to have been on the GAN and you might have hopped off at Catherine, or if you've just driven up, or if you're doing a day trip, which you can, not a day trip, but I mean a couple of days trip, it would be out of Darwin to go down to Catherine and do it. Or if you're just in Catherine, you can just do a day trip, of course. But it is really such a beautiful part of our country and as we keep saying, uh, go and see all these places now while while we can. You know, people that haven't travelled, and I know so many people who still haven't even been to the Northern Territory or Darwin, you know, or Port Douglas. But having said that, in the last week, about four different friends of mine have gone to Port Douglas <laughs> or booked to go. Isn't that amazing? Um, but please, with all of these things that I've been mentioning, they are booking out a long way ahead now. You do need to get in early. You do need to make your reservations. Don't just think you can freelance anymore and just just turn up and hope you can get on what you want to get on. It may not happen. So just please keep that in mind when you want to book a, you know, cruise up the Catherine Gorge or uh Gorge or, you know, on the yellow waters at Coinda or whatever, like you really do need to do your research. And there are some times that are more popular than others, obviously, so often look for a time that mightn't be as popular and you'll probably get on. But yeah, please do your planning. Um it, it really is worth it to make your trip worthwhile so that you get the most out of it.
0: Your station two and your RFM we're talking travel and it's hot deals time. What's around at the moment in the marketplace travel wise? Oh, look, there's heaps. And of course, we've got
1: so much to love about our own country. Let's celebrate Australia where anything is dull. Nothing is dull, should I say, and everything is breathtaking. Um, Tasmania in depth. This is a a lovely tour for people who don't want to drive themselves and it's a 14-day and it is in depth of of Tassie. It's got departures from September this year through to April next year and it's a touch under 6,000 per person. Lots of wonderful inclusions and of course you're doing Hobart, you're doing Port Arthur, you have three nights in Hobart, you go to Russell Falls and the Mountfield National Park, Strawn, Cradle Mountain into the Tarkine, Smithton, Stanley, Sheffield, Launceston, St Helens, Bichonneau, Freycinet National Park. It's a really in-depth tour of Tasmania, so that's great. And South Australia, of course, that's got lots of beautiful things we can see there. So this one is called A Taste of South Australia. And what you're doing with this one is you've got some time in Adelaide and then you're going to the Barossa, you're going to the Adelaide Hills, McLaren Vale and also Kangaroo Island and then back to Adelaide again. And it's a nine-day itinerary from under 4,000 with December's Uh, with with Departures December this year through to March next year. And there's another one which is a little bit more in-depth, Discover South Australia, and it's doing... Two nights in the Flinders Ranges, which are just magnificent and, again, very ancient. And I think I mentioned before, Jane, that they were part of a chain that was linked to the Antarctic and the old Gondwana land we were all joined together. It's amazing when you think about that, isn't it? Yes. Absolutely amazing. Clare Valley, the Barossa, the Adelaide Hills, Adelaide, McLaren Vale, and two nights on Kangaroo Island with parches July to October this year from just under five thousand dollars and we were we're talking about central australia there's some lovely tours here 12 day kakadu kimberley explorer from darwin to broome that's a lovely itinerary as well and that's as i said 12 days again lots of inclusions and it's a touch over five and a half thousand dollars and for next year there's some early birds if you're not prepared, you know, you're not ready to go this year yet and you want to wait till next year, that's fine. Book with confidence. There's a range of programs with inspiring vacations um, that are available till the 2nd of June or until sold out. Uh, You only have to pay a $99 deposit with flexible date changes until 65 days prior and a 28-day change of mind. So they've got over $750 bonus offer per couple. Again, this is for the Kimberley and Kakadu, a 15-day top-end tour and a 14-day that just is just the Kimberley. It's just, you know, in depth in the Kimberley. And that's around 5000 And the one that does all the way through the 15-day Kimberley Kakadu is around 6000 So there's lots of fabulous things for you to look at as well. And another last little one, we were talking last week about the silos and all those sorts of things. There is another tool come out called Off the Beaten Track, booked by 31st of May, and you can save a $1,000 per couple. It's a one-off departure only on the 5th of September. 10 days, New South Wales escort, Small group tour in a bespoke 13 passenger seat deluxe Mercedes. So you're getting accommodation, all rooms with en suite, etc. And you're going to Broken Hill, of course, and then you go out to Silverton for the Mad Max Nuts who want to see all that, which is quite interesting, the Pro Heart Museum, etc. Um, Broken Hill, I'm uh, uh, sorry, I've said that, to the Mutawinchi National Park. You do a day tour out to there as well. Menindi, which at the moment, gosh, let's hope it keeps up. It's the fullest it's ever been, the Menindi Lakes, and it's still coming in when you think, what was it, 2019? It was dry as a bone, dry as a chip. So very very just special to see the Menindi Lakes. And then you go down into the Mungo National Park and see those what they call Great Walls of China, that incredible US sunset tour there, of those huge uh, formations. And from there you go through Balranald to Narandra, uh to Wagga, and also you're visiting orchards, vineyards along the way, all sorts of things. And most of these you've got breakfast, lunch and dinner a lot of the days and certainly um Breakfast and lunch most days. There's hardly any meals to pay for whatsoever, and lots of other inclusions as well for you to visit along the way. So, yeah, that's a lovely one. And of course, you're visiting everywhere you go. If anyone's got a painting on a silo, you'll be seeing it. So, <laughs> yeah, that's so yeah, magnificent. Aren't yeah, they? they're just so clever, aren't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. I just think it's, and it's, they're so big, like to paint in such detail. You just look at them, and you think, what wonderful artists they are, these mural artists. It's just incredible stuff to see.
0: You never know what you're going to find when you, Move yeah. into the hinterland.
1: Into the hinterland. That's what we need to be doing. Escape, escape.
0: Birds <laughs> Talking Travel for today. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. And we'll talk travel again next Friday.
1: Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance,
0: business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.